You know, I mentioned a little earlier at the start of our time together, recognizing that each of us have had a good meal tonight because it is Christmas Eve. And the ways that we mark times of significance. It reminds me of one of my favorite stories on our two oldest children when they were little. Five and three, I think. I'm judging from where we lived at the time. And they were of the size and age where when they sat on the couch and their back was against the cushion, their feet didn't go over the edge. So if you have that in your mind as I tell this story... I happened to be in the neighboring room, in the, right inside the door beside the couch where they were sitting, and I heard our daughter, who was three, say to her older brother, When did Jesus die? And there was a silence. And she asked, Was it Easter? And he said, No, that's when he came back to life. There was another silence. And she said, It wasn't Christmas. And he said, No, that's when he was born. Still more silence. And finally he said, I think it was Thanksgiving. (laughs) We remember the power of Easter, of the resurrection, when we come together for Christmas. Because the only reason the resurrection is anything is because God became incarnate. The only reason the resurrection matters is because Jesus actually died, like all of us do. And so the fact that he was raised to new life is significant because he was human. So as we reflect on Easter, we realize, though, that his death was not the occurrence of old age and a weary body. His death came after suffering. And again, the significance of his humanity resonates with us. His body gave up because of the abuse it received at the hands of other people. And the suffering that Jesus endured in the final day of his life was not the first time he had suffered. Perhaps it was the first time he'd suffered physically. But emotionally, I beg to say, He suffered a lot. Jesus was continually misunderstood. When I think about how hurt I am when I'm misunderstood, I can only imagine the pain that Jesus felt when he was misunderstood. When he healed on the Sabbath, and the religious leaders took issue with him and thought he was doing evil instead of good when he was bringing about healing. When he ate with sinners and tax collectors, welcoming the people who were on the periphery and were disregarded, when he welcomed them to the table, he was thought to be wrong, an insult to God. I can only imagine what it must have felt like to constantly be misunderstood and to have people respond to you out of their misunderstanding. You only feel that as a person. And Jesus was willing to be subjected to that. So when you go back into his life, starting from the end, and you come back to this moment in time, you think, why did he bother? Why would God become incarnate and put himself through all that humanity is capable of? 
both the good and the bad? Why would God take upon himself our form and nature, knowing that he was laying down his capabilities and powers to address some of the most horrific aspects of being human? The only answer that I can think of is love. Love for humanity. A desire so much for humans to know what that love is like that he was willing to endure all that lay before him. We come together on Christmas to remember the profoundness of that, of God's love made known to us, the abundance and the unconditional nature of God's love for us, the desire to bring us into a right relationship with God, not as ones who misunderstand or who inflict further suffering on the living God, but as ones united to God in love, companions with God on the way, filled with compassion, ones who walk alongside of the living God that we know in Jesus. Christina Rossetti wrote a poem that's been set to a hymn tune, which is for this season of Christmas. And you'll see it in your hymnal if you look in the Christmas section. And one line of it says, love came down at Christmas. Love all lovely, love divine, love was born at Christmas. We come here tonight to remember that to remember the profoundness of love made manifest to us. And because God did that in Jesus, it has happened time and again throughout history. And we're invited to participate in it too. By participating, we become, we participate in our salvation. We don't save ourselves, but we join God in saving us. And God invites us to do that not pushing God's self upon us, but gives us a gift that we are able to receive or not. It's interesting that a baby is hard to resist. And babies grow slowly. And I believe that God knows that and has compassion and patience with us as we grow slowly and the love that he is and the love that he made known to us his very self, Emmanuel, God with us. Amen.